Hey everybody, it's Chad from United and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. Hey everyone, it's JD from Hillsong United and you're listening to my favourite podcast, the Christian Music Guys podcast. In today's show, we sit down with JD and Jad from Hillsong United. Hillsong United just released an expanded edition of their album, Are We There Yet? Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. So, news alert, new update, what do you want to call it? I don't know, but my Christmas lights are no longer on my house. Yay, you did it. (laughs) Well, I semi-did it, but I had to because Mother Nature actually took care of it um, to begin with. We had a bad windstorm. Part of them fell down, and they were literally stringing down um, in multiple spots in my house. So I jumped up there and was pulling them off. And because they've been up there so long, the clips that were attached to the roof and the gutters were like, I mean, fell apart like butter. As soon as I grabbed them, they would just like, and fall down. So... I'm going to now have to go up on my roof and clean out my gutters because there's plastic bits everywhere in my gutters. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I, I put my Christmas lights up this year, I, my Christmas lights were taken down, but I left the clips in there. Oh, yeah. From two years ago. Mm-mm. And so when I went to go take those clips out, they, they turned into powder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now they're still um, – I have like a really um, high – peak on a part of my house and I still have not gotten to get up to take the clips all off I just ripped the lights off so there's like clips still there but it's very sketchy how I have to get up there I literally I don't have a ladder tall enough (laughs) so what I did was I took one of those um, you know like those dog uh, leash like uh, stakes that like spiral yeah. into the ground. So I will take one of those and spiral it into the ground on one side. And I have this really thick rope and I toss it over the arch. Oh, then I get up man. on the peak and walk out on the peak, grab the rope and then literally sh- hold down the rope and, and re- lo- is it repel? Yeah. Repel down the other end while the dog stake is <laughs> holding my weight up on the other end. So, yeah, I haven't done that yet, but I will have to. Our guests today are Jad and JD from United. And like we said, they just released an expanded edition of their album, Are We There Yet? Check this interview out. Awesome. Well, JD and Jad, thanks so much for being here with us today. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, we're excited to chat. Awesome. Well, we'll get right into it. Uh, I think what we'd like to know, I mean, most of our listeners have are going to be Hillsong United fans. Um, I'd like to hear from both of you kind of how you got started in Hillsong United, uh, whether you started, you know, with the church and, or you're a musician first, or like what's your story? I guess we can start with JD. How'd you get uh, plugged into United? And then uh, we'll hear from Jad. Yeah, well, really, um, it was just a game of scissors, paper, rock uh, to see whether you could get in at, at youth. And so nice. I won. No, no, kidding. Um, yeah. Uh, 
Um, I'm a youth pastor, and we do that a lot. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like an, a timeless game. I remember we had one of our creative conferences like a year or so ago, and I don't know how it worked, but we played Paper, Scissors, Rock with 3,000 people, and it was kind of last man standing, and it was funny how incredible it was. But anyway, that's off topic. But, yeah, for me, I um, – it's Hillsong Church is just the church that I kind of grew up in. Um, I started going when I was four years old and so really just went to Sunday school or kids church, whatever they call it now, and was in the youth group and kind of never really planned on, you know, doing what we've done for the last 20 years. It was, we had our youth pastor at the time who's still with us, uh, Phil Dooley, just kind of really just talked to our whole youth ministry going, you know, God's gifted each and every single one of you. Uh, it's all different, but just that challenge to use that gift to give back to him and to to glorify God and to help people and build the church. And so that's kind of how it started. And for us, it was like, all right, let's write songs. And we had this huge goal of like, maybe our friends in our high school might enjoy these or, you know, and, or, and had no idea that kind of the journey of the last 20 years would unfold. And so, yeah, it was kind of, a, a, for me, pretty simple, just being in our youth group and you know being passionate about god and music and so just jumping in and giving it a crack and jad how did you get plugged in yeah i i grew up in new zealand and um i came over to do hillsong college uh the worship stream uh so that was 2002 or 2001 and um and basically you know i was having a great time but um i remember my first day walking to walking to school and this red Mitsubishi uh, Lancer pulls up next to me and it's JD's brother who I'd never met. And he said, are you, are you going to Hillsong? I was like, yeah. And he goes, jump in. And then basically I was just thrown into the world of our youth ministry with these boys. Um, and it was chaos, you know, like I just, I just loved every minute of it. We, we became youth leaders. I became a youth leader just like them. And, you know, we'd just getting involved with the youth ministry, um, going into schools, um, and I, I had, I, you know, did worship as well. So I got involved with the worship team and, you know, it was just one of those things where, uh, I played guitar and then one day they were like, Hey, uh, Mikey's not here. Can you play guitar? I was like, yeah, sure. I'll play. And then, uh, you know, and then a the couple of weeks later, they're like, Hey, the worship leader didn't make it. Can you, can you sit, you know, can you lead worship? And I was like, yeah, okay. No problems. It, it, it literally <laughs> snowballed like that. I mean, JD will tell you it's, um, you know, my just me getting involved in, all, in a bunch of stuff was due to somebody pretty much not showing up. And then uh, that's how I basically yeah. got involved. Yeah, I, I remember, you know, I was a youth pastor once, but I remember being in youth group and our youth band trying to mimic, you know, your all songs and, and playing them in our worship teams and stuff like that. And we we're from Kentucky. And so we uh, our country accents are well some of the people are their accents are a lot heavier than some and so just to hear them try to sing tell the world um you know and in, in, in the united style it's kind of like you know tell the world that jesus lives you know <laughs> so it, it was kind of uh, that it was, is amazing you know, interesting but um so yeah united is uh deep in our hearts and we've we've been fans for a very long time and so Go ahead and tell us about your all's. So your album, tell us or tell tell us about your album. Are we there yet? It came out last year, and you guys recently 
uh, released an expanded version of Are We There Yet? So tell our listeners um, about the expanded version of this album. Yeah, we um, we we recorded Are We There Yet? Basically, you know, some of us were based in uh, California and some of us were based in Sydney, and it was kind of like one of those things where you're sending files everywhere and, you know, like you're, you're writing over Zoom or, you know, just trying to touch base with each other or, or, you know, JD would do a vocal session over audio movers and Joel's sitting in the, in the studio at 4am in California, you know, trying to produce JD's vocal kind of thing. And, and so that was how Are We There Yet was kind of made. And uh, the expanded version really just is, um, it, is a couple of kind of takes of when we first got together to play the songs. Uh, and, and for the most part, you know, um, there's a few versions um where we were just kind of we finally were all together and we and we got to play um a few of those songs a couple of them we played at a conference in sydney and you know and and we we recorded there but but mainly i think that the thing that the the main takeaway for me about the expanded edition is that we we there was the first time we kind of were all together playing some of these songs live (laughs) Yeah, so so, so, so if, if people don't like, is, oh, go ahead, Jenny. No, I was sorry. just going to say that's our disclaimer. If people don't like them or they don't sound very good, it's like give us a break. It was two years off not playing together, <laughs> so you know, we're just it was our re-entry yeah. into the world. So our blanket policy is blame Joel. So you know, we can just, we can just <laughs> write that down. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, uh, we always blame the brother that's not here. So if we have any oh. Chris, it's probably uh, never uh, a true so word spoken. I was actually going to ask you. <laughs> when you uh when you guys go to do something like was well, remix or expanded edition i was about to i wanted to like find out what your process is there because you so you said it was um the first time you guys were together but when you do something like that is that difficult because you've already spent so much time working on a song and getting it the way you wanted it and do it putting all the work in for an album and now you're going to come and change it a little bit or tweak it and do something different is that difficult or is that just kind of a natural thing of like, Oh, Hey, we're together now. Oh, this is really cool. You know? Yeah. I, I think it, like it definitely, the funny thing about any album that we've made, um, I think really what it's all about is the truth of God's word that is expressed through the lyric and the melody and the, um, and the music. And so for us, I think we've never finished an album and been like, that is perfect. That is exactly how the songs should be played. Mm-hmm. It's just the, pretty much the best we could get them before the deadline. <laughs> and um, and so what's fun about doing something like this expanded version is that, yeah, it can be difficult because uh, we approach everything like the sky's the limit and open to any way it can kind of go. Um, but then, yeah, it's that balance of we have spent a lot of time crafting and workshopping and writing parts and ideas. And so there's lots of options there. And so it's kind of the same thing. Like we get together and it's just kind of giving it our best and seeing when we go in one direction that everyone kind of will smile or feel, you know, feel it. And that's great. But I guess we're always aware that there are so many different ways you can do all of our songs. Um, and mm. so it's, yeah, yeah, can't win, can't lose. If yeah, you know we, what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And we, you know, like we will record a song and obviously you arrange a song for a recording and that's, that's kind of what people do. But from the time we record that song, we're thinking about how we might do it live or how we might uh, introduce that song into church or how we might, um, you know, like if we were to change certain things, what would we change? Or, you know, if, 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 if Taya sang that song and then maybe 
Crocker would sing it if we re-recorded it. You know, did how would we kind of do it live? I think everybody's thinking that way as well because basically the, the core of who we are is church. We're, we're, I mean, we're church worship leaders. So, um, you know, when we do record songs, we record it. We try and arrange it the best for the recording possible. And then, but then we're always thinking, how are we going to pull this off live? Or how is this going to translate live? Or what if we change this? Or what if we sped it up? Or what if, you know, all the different things that you're thinking, as soon as that project's finished, you're, um, you're kind of thinking about mm. <laughs> all those kind of things. Um, so we had uh, a few of our listeners that are United fans. Uh, we asked them what songs they'd like to know the story behind uh, from the album. And so they sent us, we, we kind of tallied who would have the most votes. And so uh, would you be willing to share a little bit about the song on repeat? Kind of the story <laughs> behind that one. Well, you, Jed. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I, I love, I love you have that it on song. Repeat? I mean, um, that was an eight. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm it, here all day. Car, nice. Well everywhere played. I go, well it's played. On. Well played on that. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, um, obviously Joel, Aiden, um, Ben Fielding, uh, Hannah, I think. Was that right, JD? But um, yeah. I, you know, it, to me, it was a real privilege to, to sing that song because I love what it says. I love that every day is an opportunity to um, to kind of give God uh, attention and give God what kind of the the thoughtfulness that he deserves, you know. And um, and I love that it, it basically, <laughs> uh, the, the, the process of remembering God every day is powerful. And, um, and I like, and so for me, uh, even just going through that song, when we were recording it, I was like, I just cannot wait. I can't wait to sing this because, because it actually, it, it talks about what a worship leader does. It, it, it reminds people about God every day, you know, and um, I love the second verse. Um, uh, you're the mercy at midnight. Um, you're the uh, kindness <laughs> of dawn. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. You're the kindness of dawn. My hope in every waking hour and the strength I lean on every uh, every time it comes to sundown and the night sets in, let my soul remember just how good you've been. And I feel like if we can simplify uh, worship and devotion down to uh, remembering God and 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 remembering who He is and reminding ourselves um, what He said and what He will do, uh, that's a really powerful thing for our own lives. And so, um, yeah, really, to me, it was a privilege to be able to to sing that song. Thanks for sharing about it. Uh, the other song uh, that our listeners were wanting to get kind of get a story behind is the song "Have Mercy on Me Now." Uh, would you guys be willing to tell us about that one? <laughs> uh, that's a Chris Dev song, uh, which was recorded in California. Uh, we didn't really have a lot to do with that song. I don't know if you did, JD, but um, no, but I've, I've listened <laughs> to it. He listens to it on repeat. Okay. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There it is. So is this? So actually, that's kind of. This is then. I think it leads to a bigger question. So this is a collaboration, many moving parts. Someone's doing something here. Uh, so what are you all doing then actively to kind of, you know, stay on, 
like stay in the same heart moving forward? Like if you got so many different moving parts, what's what's your all's process there? How do you kind of keep well, a common well, that thread was, as you're doing these albums? Yeah, well, I mean, like we said, uh, the reason we were, you know, we, normally we'd all just come together, which we we have been doing right. um, lately, but it was it was because of the COVID restrictions and whatnot. Right. Uh, w- that was the reason why we couldn't be actually be together. But normally, we would actually be together for the writing and recording, um, you know, parts of of a record. That's why it was just such a. Um, it was kind of just a uh, disruptor, really, and we had to figure out a, a way to do it, which I think is the reason why we feel like the expanded edition has a little bit of significance because it was the first time we actually were together in person what do you guys have a favorite uh new version on that album is there a song in particular that you you like the i guess the remix version or the you know the on the expanded cut of the album um yeah i i think that um uh sure thing was a one that we got to record like when we we're all together and again kind of going like these songs were written in a studio they're all written to be song to, to be sung and for people to actually get more than maybe like a you know a nice sound in their ear it's the truth of god's word and i remember um being able to sing that together and one little like kind of you know personal favorite thing was maddie crocker who he started out as a drummer when he was about 14 in our youth ministry and I remember Jad and I when we were still cutting our teeth leading worship I remember like having Crocker as this young punk drummer you know behind us and just to kind of see his journey and make and he's like one of our brothers so um but he hasn't drummed for a long time now that he mainly is just writing songs and leading worship so it's just kind of so cool to um because that was when we were starting to be able to play together in the same room but we still weren't able to travel um outside of the country and so uh we were like all right our drums in America, let's do, we're going to record this. So he drummed, but I just think that song as well. And what it says is um, there's this line in it towards the end of the bridge that it's just, you kind of feel like you're on this, you're climbing the mountain, both lyrically and melodically. And it just ends with like um, name above name, Jesus, I need your grace. Cause the world's gone mad. And it just felt like the world has gone mad and it probably has always been mad. And that's why I think this message that we carry and who Jesus is and how he calls us to live and what's important is so important. Um, But there's, there's just times where there'll be a a line or a lyric that just, it just hits. And Mm. I think being able to sing that together um, is yes, it's acknowledging the world that we live in, but that whole song is actually about a firm foundation that we have. And it's a reminder that it's not, in the in this world and of the world's ways but it's on god and every other foundation is going to get shifted and shaken and crashed down obviously it's the the it comes from when jesus is teaching in matthew 7 i think it is about building your house not on the sand but on the rock and so i think that just being able to sing that together live and what that means and then mm. i guess i've got some some close friends that have been there's just one guy i was talking to last week and he was telling me about how Last year, he just had the craziest health battles and had tried like every single type of treatment possible and they're about to have to operate and remove some of his organs and completely change his condition of life. Um, and there was kind of seemed like there was no hope, but he explained how every morning he'd play that song and that's what got him through for a whole year. And I guess that for, for us is what is the most encouraging thing is not uh, is knowing that it's not about how many people 
are going to be, you know, hearing these songs, but it's those individuals that actually, it's um, it's not a cool song. It's the truth of God's word that brought him hope in the hardest situation. And that's why we do what we do. And that's what gets me fired up to keep going and, and see what God can do and speak to us to share. And because if we can help one person and just reveal to them the truth of God's word, then it's worth it. Because that's the only thing that's really going to help anyone at the end of the day. Mm. Not, yeah, yeah and, not to and, mention and the and fact that that yeah, was ahead, fun. Jay, I'm sorry. sorry, that was fun to sing as well because it's like, because the world's gone mad. And it felt silly at the time to be. It felt silly at the time, but to be honest, it was, it was really fun. Uh, the other thing is, um, on repeats, like more like a little bit of a country song as well. So, um, <laughs> I loved it. I loved singing, singing like more of a ballad country style. So. Uh, Maybe you should yeah, uh, do another well, version anyway. and get Dolly Parton to sing <laughs> on, on that with y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you uh, know what? I think we're open. She's been covering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, JD, you're talking about it a few times. You mentioned just like it's been 20 years, which is crazy to think about it because, I mean, it, I, I oftentimes forget that I'm pushing 40 and because I still feel like I'm the kid in youth group singing Hillsong, you know, United songs. And so it, it's crazy that, you know, it has been 20 years. And you're talking about just, you know, God's faithfulness and hearing how just the truth from the songs touch people's lives when, you know, when they need it most. Would you, I mean, I know the message is the same. Like the message has not changed in 20 years. You guys are proclaiming Jesus. Have you seen the way you approach ministry or even thinking through what, or, or how you're doing what you're doing uh, as as kind of the world's gone mad, you know, <laughs> as kind of the world's <clears throat> the world's in a weird spot now, you know, hasn't been where it is yet. And, you know, we're ha, how has ministry your approach? Has it changed at all uh, over the years and 20 years? Yeah, I think like for sure, like we kind of have this, it's almost like a cliche slogan now that it, you know, but how it's always you know, being said, we've always talked like this and heard others as well, that the, you know, the message is timeless, but the method mm -hmm. can change. And I think yeah. that, like, I feel like saying has it, like nothing's changed with how we approach what we do, but everything has at the same time. And something that we always mm -hmm. do at the start of any project that we're doing, or even, a, even like if we're doing a, a, a tour, um, like if we're going in the studio to, to go again, to do another record, it's like we sit down and Joel's always like, hey, guys, this is like we need to approach this like we've never done it before, like both in terms of our new, like because the trick could be, all right, the last record seemed to, you know, resonate with people, which is what we want. So let's do that again. But um, we've always resisted that and been like, all right, this is a clean slate in, and anything's open of how we can do it because why we're doing it and and it has never changed and will never change and, and what we're hoping will happen which is like I just was explaining even with sure things that it would just encourage people and get the truth of God's word into, into them. And so it's kind of really fun and scary that we could kind of like, and as well for us, the goal has always been that our, our art and our gift would be authentic and honest. And so you've got to kind of, it's like we're, we're all aware of the world that we live in and we're all aware of what we're going through and how that it all affects us in one way or another. And so I think that um, being aware of that, but wanting to be true to what what God is speaking to us and hoping that that can go through us is probably how we approach it. And so I think that um, 
yeah, the, the seasons that we're in, you don't want to be ignorant to, and you know, no one lives their life with their head in the sand. And so how we approach these projects is exactly the same. Um, but yeah, but then at the same time, we're just, the reason we do, we started doing this 20 years ago is the same reason we did this last project. And hopefully this year we're looking at maybe doing some, doing a new one and it's exactly the same reason why we started. And so we kind of want to hold on to the truth of that. Well, we want to do, um, we always like to do with our guests is kind of a rapid fire, uh, lightning round, kind of a get to know you a little more. Uh, so we're going to name a category. And if you guys would share what your favorite thing in that category is. And this is where it gets divisive sometimes, depending on how you answer. So this is this is where we get the reputation as the Christian TMZ. So just so you're aware, this is where it gets kind of, this is where it can get hairy. Uh, well, I'll start. What is your all's favorite food? Steak. Jad, how do you like your steak cooked? Oh, right. Bro. Like, come on now. <laughs> JD. <laughs> Medium. Which Is that your favorite food? Steak? Steak. You know what? Yeah. I'd say, yeah. What is your all's favorite movie? <laughs> Action. Oh, I've, I've been into I, we took our whole kids through the Marvel when we were in lockdown during COVID and so oh, yeah. been getting into Thor and Iron Man they're hard to separate do you have a favorite artist of all time or, or musician who's influenced you the most <laughs> that's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, nah, I, I, I mean, I, love, I grew up, I grew up loving, almost idolizing Hendrix. To be honest, um, okay, creativity, guitar, tone. Yeah, and the, the safe answer for for me and for us is always the lyrics. There you go. And DC Talk, <laughs> just because I can see that hat. <laughs> that is DC Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love oh, the yeah. lyrics. Yeah. Do you um, do you guys have uh, I know you all have sang with a lot of people over the years. Do you all have a dream duet that you would love to sing with? Somebody you would love to sing with? Yeah, JD. I'd love to <laughs> sing with JD. It's got to be your greatest lightning round of all time. <laughs> This is a winner, that's for this sure. Is wonderful. This is it's wonderful. It's 9 a.m. Uh, their time, so. <laughs> yeah, give us some uh, grace. Uh, yeah, I've, I. Do you matter. mean in the Christian world? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, do you know what? Um, it yeah. would have been Rich Mullins, to be honest. I thought you were going to say Chris Stapleton. Yeah, but yeah, it would be. I love Chris Stapleton, but to be honest, I always loved Rich Mullins. Yeah, I actually named my son uh, because I heard a Rich Mullins song when I was 12 years old. And I was 12 years old, and I said, When I have a son, I'm going to name him Aiden. Because wow. his name the name's Aiden in a song. Wow. And sure enough, when I met my wife, I told her, I was like, Hey, if, you know, if we get married, we have kids, our first son's going to be named Aiden. And she was like, What? And I was like, Yeah, Rich Mullins. And sure enough, my first son. Name's Aiden. It came um, to pass. Much respect, Jad, on that answer. 
I'm a huge Rich Mullins fan. JD, is there is there someone that you would love to sing with besides Jed? <laughs> besides Jed, um, uh, going um, in all like I think one of the and he's you know we always kind of say this but it's so true like for us Delirious were have been a huge influence on us and um, Mark Smith just I remember watching him and when they came to Australia for a few times and we actually one of the biggest highlights is we got we got to do a few tours with them and get to know them um, and now be able to you know be friends so I would uh, but we've never done a duet together so one day uh, do you have a favorite podcast that you like to listen to. <laughs> yes, at the moment I'm listening to um, Practicing the Way by John Mark Comer, which is very, very good and challenging. Feels so good because I still alternate between um, <laughs> I still alternate between Tim Keller and Jocko Willink. Yes. Know, yeah, is there a favorite uh, Christian music podcast <laughs> that you guys like? Yeah, of course. We're on it right now. <laughs> We're on it right now. <laughs> Christian Music Guys podcast is, is my yeah, absolute. It's that's my guy. There you go. That's nice. Wonderful. Do you guys? Um, it's not even a question, do you guys. guys have Come a, on. Uh, Go to Bible verse. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at the first chat. Um, for me, it's Proverbs <laughs> three five to six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Will direct your paths. Yes, very good. Um, not really. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think first <laughs> where it talks about the seven. Uh, like yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 <Way to be, laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. We're reading. We're reading in our little Bible group. We're reading First Samuel, and um, we're talking about. Um, but just before Saul, Saul was anointed king, and they um, and they lied to the Ammonites, saying, "Yeah, we'll surrender." And uh, and I said to our Bible group this morning, "Hey, do you, do you realize it's okay to lie? It's cool." Uh, that's what <laughs> I got out of this morning's. That's, <laughs> that's what, what I got out of it this morning. <laughs> I've got it. We we read the Bible together every day with a couple of our mates, and Jad's comment on the text <laughs> message was like, oh, "Cool, we can lie, I guess." <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so first Samuel eleven. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Uh so what's next for, for you guys and United and how can our listeners keep up with what's going on with you guys? Yeah, I think um we're really excited about this year. Um we're we're doing a couple of events throughout the year. I think we're heading to Europe for the first time in a long time, um, for their summer for a few weeks. Um and then really, I think this year we want to, um, we're looking at doing a new project. And like I, like we said earlier, it's always exciting and scary because we don't just have one process, how we do it. All we know is that it won't be as locked down and crazy as are we there yet. But um, we kind of want to get back to maybe a live recording is mm-hmm. our kind of goal. So hopefully um, we're just going to work it, work as hard as we can, seek God and let him do whatever he wants to do and, and uh, see what happens. It's kind of all we've ever done, so we're just going to keep doing it. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and if people wanted to know more, uh, obviously the Instagram um, kind of shoots out information as, as we kind of release it and, and um, gives access to assets and, and just think news and, and what's going on. Awesome. So to wrap up, uh, we'd like to see if you guys be willing to share something that God has been doing in your life recently 
uh, maybe even recently that would help build our listeners' faith. Yeah, great. Um, so, um, you know, I think for me, in just with my family and what God is calling, you know, who He's calling us to be and how we outwork that, you know, through United, and I also am like a, a my wife and I we passed one of our locations here in Sydney, which is fun and challenging. But um, I love what um like like Jad was saying, for us we we try and be in the Bible every morning and and share and encourage each other. But we've been in. I was reading at the start of Samuel. There's this scripture where it just talks about that God is ultimately in control. That God is all powerful, um, and it's things that we know. But I guess we can so easily get distracted on. I guess the challenges that we have in front of us or the, or the seasons that we're walking through, which often are, you know, unwanted and, and can be surprising. But I think that um, for us, for me, I've just been constantly lifting my eyes and remembering who God is and the truth of his word and his power. And I think that it's too easy for us to get discouraged because we look in our, in our own strength, in our own way and try and figure it out. And that's because, you know, we're incredible, we're humans and we are gifted and God's given every single person a gift. But what I want to, what I have just continually been reminded at is we can, it's too easy to find your place, find yourself in that place where you can be like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. It's too hard. It doesn't make sense. Like this is not what I planned. But I love that that's the moment where we can meet God. And I feel like what he's wanting to do for each and every one of us is be like, great, finally, you realize you're not called to do this on your own. You're not called to do it in your own strength. And so it's a, it's for me, it's come down to a daily reminder of just realizing that we aren't called to do this alone. That God, God actually, you need to look around. I believe God has put incredible people around each and every one of us. But ultimately, it's looking to God and the truth of his word to lead us and to guide us and that I believe is the thing that can give us the strength regardless of what you're called to do and what you're going through. Um, and I know that if we keep living that way and keep our eyes on him, that um, in due time, you, we will all look back and just absolutely undeniably point out the faithfulness of God. And so, yeah, I just want to encourage the listeners. You know, I love that people could be do so many different things, but we all serve the same God. We're all, we're all in the kingdom of God together. And so, yeah, I just want to, bring that encouragement to keep going God's good and if you are in that space where you're kind of like man I think I'm done I don't know how to do this like I think that's an incredible place to acknowledge that you don't have to that God is in control and just keep building your life on his word and you'll never regret it yeah absolutely go for it (laughs) yeah okay so um I I think uh I was reminded the other day um you know because i pray with my kids every night and uh we do this thing where it's like you know thank we start with you know being thankful then we pray for someone else then we pray for ourselves and um and i I said to my son you know come on let's get let's get moving because it's your bedtime so you know um get out of my face and uh (laughs) and he uh and he was like i don't really know what what to be thankful for and i was like really and he was like no i don't like I, don't, I can't think of anything and I was like oh what about your family and he was like yeah okay I'm thankful for my family and I said what about your friends and he said oh yeah okay I'm, yeah I'm thankful for my friends and I was like all right what about you know your, your sports team or you know what you know I was just going through as many things as I could think of but it only took me maybe five four or five things to remind him before the tap turned on and all of a sudden he was he was rattling off 
everything he could think of that he was grateful for. And I feel like, um, you know, it's, it's Psalm 103, it says, bless the Lord and forget not uh, his benefits. And I feel like it's such a simple thing to to kind of read and just breeze by uh, and without, you know, without recognizing that it, when it says forget not, it just, it means remind yourself. Because when we remind ourselves of who God is, it's when we stir our faith, it's when we, you know, it's when we actually uh, raise the courage to to kind of, uh, be who God's called us to be, and to and to face uh, what it is that, uh, whatever season that we're in. And I feel like very simple, very elementary, but um, so often we forget to remind ourselves about God. We forget to remind ourselves of who He is and what He said He would do and and what He's done. Um, and I know for me, that's that's a thing that I I never want to forget, and 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 I want to. You know, I'm trying to create little reminders for myself every day to just, even just to go through and go. You know what? Um, our, like the Lord is sovereign, and He and He is, He's Almighty, and He is the Creator, and He actually created me in His image. So, the the way that I'm feeling today, or if I'm discouraged or whatever, and I know that it's pretty basic, but it, if it's if it's a daily thing, it's massive. It's 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 massive. It it impacts your outlook. It impacts your perspective, mm-hmm. and um and just like my son. Uh, the more thankful, you know, the more thankful you are, the more thankful you'll be, I guess. <laughs> uh, it makes a massive yeah. impact. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing. And Jad and JD, thank you so much for your time today. We, uh, thank we're you guys. Honored to have you guys. So are, are we there yet? Uh, well, the expanded version is out now on all streaming devices. Uh, any CDs or uh, records out there of this coming or vinyl, vinyl. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I think yeah. there will be a vinyl actually yeah yeah I think we're working on a vinyl well thanks for listening and thank you Jad and JD for chatting with us be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you may listen and please leave a five star review on our podcast it's much appreciated follow us on all social media platforms at Christian Music Guys we are a listener supported Podcast. You can become a part of our team financially at ChristianMusicGuys.com. We're so grateful for all of our supporters. While you're there, check out our latest blogs. You can always find all of our past episodes wherever you may listen so that you never miss an episode. Thanks again.